Hi, I'm Phil. And I'm Vince. And today we'll be discussing chapters 33 and 34 of the book Hooper. This book is about a Polish kid named Adam Sobieski who comes to America to play basketball. More importantly, he comes because he's abandoned in Poland. And I personally think that this book is really interesting. What about you, Vince? Uh, I feel this book is interesting because, you know, it focuses on a sport that we both enjoy. And also, it opens us up to, it's like a window, one could say, into yeah. a new culture yeah. and a different perspective. Because he's like, he's coming from a foreign country, so like, when they do all these American things, he's like, well, why would they do that? Why do they do this? He has like those internal questions, whereas we are just like, oh yeah, that's normal behavior. So he comes in with this new perspective of different behavior. Yeah, yeah usually I'm not much of a reader. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really do like this book. Okay, so Miss Young, this will be our 30-second summary, and we're going to do uh, chapters 33, 34, and 35. So, Philip, would you want to start us off here? Yeah, all right. So, we're going to hit the 10-second mark here, and we're going to go to 40. So, basically, in chapter 33, Adam goes back to a restaurant with his mom, Renata, his American mom, and then they start talking about how Adam wants to change his last name back to his Polish one instead of his new American one, which kind of offends Renata, which is why she starts drinking in front of Adam, which brings him back to his Polish childhood, and it brings in like the idea of alcohol being such a terrible thing in his life. In 34, he plays some basketball with his friends at the YMCA, and in 35, his uh, foreignness shows itself when he makes a very insensitive statement that says he doesn't want to be black in front of someone who says that black people are ridiculed in this country. Wow, you didn't go over 30 seconds there at all, Philip. but that's okay, I'll start at the minute mark here, so I've got to mentally prepare. Okay, so chapter 33 is, so uh, Renina takes uh, Adam out to a restaurant, and they talk, and he's like, hey, can I be like myself and have my Polish last name? She's like, sure. But she starts to drink, and he's like, whoa, she's never done this before, so he's like kind of freaking out, and that puts him back to Poland, but then he's like, actually, it's okay. Then in 34, he plays 3v3 with Khalil, Devin, and himself, and it's like a big stepping stone because they used to hate him, but now they like him, and then in 35, they talk about like the uh, Devin and Khalil talk about their problems because they're black and okay, so Adam doesn't start with understand. Thirty second analysis. Those are thirty second yes. analysis. Okay, so Miss Young. So now we're gonna talk about the motif. Uh, motifs in Cooper and Philip here is going to start us off. Alright, so one of the motifs we see here in Cooper is family relationships, which really do mean a lot to uh, Adam here, because in Poland, he didn't have like really great family. I mean, he did love his mother very much, and in America, he carries over that love because his adopted mother, Renata, he loves her very much because he realizes that she's given him a great opportunity to come here and play basketball. But when he thinks about this, he thinks about how sad he is because his mom died while he was in Poland. And also, with the promotion of a father, he's very hesitant to have a father because in Poland he was abused by his dad, and his dad was an alcoholic, which really shows in chapter 33 when they're sitting at the bar and uh, Renata starts to drink. It kind of bothers Adam because it's the idea of alcohol that traumatizes him forever because he thinks, like, he knows that that's the reason his dad was so bad to him. And also, like, his last name really does mean a lot to him, so family is really big because he wants to be a Sobieski. He doesn't want his American last name because it's his sense of identity. 
What do you think? Uh, I want to focus on uh, on the same motif, but on a different part. So, uh, in the next chapter, in 34, Devin and Khalil invite him to play 3v3 basketball, which at this point in the book is like a huge turn of events because when Adam first joined the basketball team, he they hated him. They were like, Adam doesn't belong on this team. He's just some random foreign kid, and he's only there because it makes the team look more diverse when... In reality, Adam is there because he's like, yes, he skill. So with them inviting him to play basketball, you see like this change in their relationship, though, from like more of a negative one to like they trust in Adam and they'll play like like family. So they get the, to a more deeper relationship together when they play three three basketball, and they have a bunch of fun together, like a family. Yeah. So. Okay, so now we're going to go on to the on-the-spot analysis of a random quote that we pick from the book. So, so Philip, pick that random quote. Here's the random quote. I'm flipping through the pages. And right there. But trouble is looking for him. Trouble is out looking for all black kids right now. I'm glad I'm not black, I say. Both the girls' mouths drop open. They stare at me. You still can't say shit like that, Tasha says. Seriously, Adam, that sounded terrible. So here... Just a little context. We have Adam, Tasha, and Carly all sitting in a hot tub, and they are all trying to bond and you know become better friends and closer and things like that. And uh, Tasha starts to talk about how Devin, a teammate of Adam's who is black, could be in trouble because trouble is out looking for all black kids. So here we see the personification because trouble is obviously an entity or not an entity. It's like an idea or like a notion. And Tasha says that it's looking for black kids. And by this, we see that she's really like digging deep into like American society and how sometimes black people can be targeted by, you know, bad situations. And it really shows that when Adam says, I'm glad I'm not black, it shows how like, kind of clueless he is as a foreigner because he doesn't realize that this is a bad thing to say because to him it makes sense because he thinks that if trouble is looking for him, he doesn't want to be black because he doesn't want trouble because he knows what it can do to him and that it could ruin his basketball career. So this is a really like important part of the book. And, uh, yeah, Vince, what do you think about it? Um, I wanted to focus not more on, like, the part, the quote where he says, I'm glad I'm not black. I wanted to do the one where it's, uh, uh, where they say they're, both of the girls' mouths drop open. They stare at me. Uh, so I wanted to go a little further in depth on that and, and show, like, that's their surprise to Adam's, like, to their previous conversation as the context that Phil had. So their mouths dropped open and they stare at Adam. So it shows that, like, they've had their interactions with Adam, but they haven't truly known what he was thinking. Like, he is foreign and he's from Poland and he speaks English, but he doesn't speak English as well as like we speak English. He kind of speaks a little bit of broken English and like, he speaks slower and it takes him longer to respond. So when he said that, they're like, whoa, we didn't think that like you could say this or like you could think like that. So I think it shows more of like the surprise factor from that response and they don't okay, know guys, each other so as well as they think. Yeah. The and, but at least they do tell and them that like you can't that say that. Yeah, that's like the right thing um, to do. I mean, that's a good relationship. It's a good friend teaching moment. Dream. Yeah, a good teaching and moment for our boy Adam. And, and because they taught him that, that in the future, it could help him not lose basketball. Because if he said something like that to like national TV or an interview, and then that went viral, there'd be no way he'd get a scholarship or continue to be on his uh 
D1 favorite uh, team right now. Where Daniel like a so how can we apply this quote in our life? Well, we, we like can learn from Adam here that you know you have to be really careful what you say, and especially you have to be really careful around the people you're saying it to, and you have to know your audience. But in general, you shouldn't be saying things like this. And it's kind of like an idea of what you're saying, and if you're unaware, you know, kind of just ask because Adam, you know. He could have asked before he said something like that, or he could have asked if it's an acceptable thing to say. So in life, uh, we could probably just teach us that you should watch what you say before you say it. You should think about it. I'm, I'm very glad you focus on that part. But I'm going to focus on the part where the friends actually teach him that they, that he shouldn't say that. And I think that you're going to apply that to like everyday life. And it's not just for things you say. Like you know, peer teaching is one of the greatest things uh, in this world. Like everybody is a teacher. So like for example, if someone's having a problem and like chemistry that student can help them and be like oh this is where your problem is don't do that and like that relates to this where they're like dude don't say that because i can get you in trouble and then in for school be like if you put that down you'll get it wrong you'll lose points whereas if you do this it's correct you'll you know you'll be rewarded with points to get a good grade and everything will be well so like with the teaching moment i think that you apply that to like basically anything you do in life because you can always learn more People learn stuff every day.